Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. So if you're frustrated, if you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. Together, we'll break through your past patterns, we'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I am also very excited for this episode. Really excited. I know a little bit of an aggressive title, but sometimes that's just what's appropriate. That's just what's representative of what we're going to talk about. And I really want to hear your thoughts on this episode and what resonates with you and what shifts, if any, you make from this. I think this is just really important stuff. Here's where today's episode originated. Here's how it first popped into my mind as something I wanted to share with you guys. A lot of times when I get in a workout, I'll post on my Instagram stories something like some sort of picture from my workout, and I'll say something is better than nothing every single time, and there's always something we can do. Because when I work out, More often than not, it is compromised in some way compared to what I would like for it to be. So Roman's out there with me and he's crawling on me or I have to stop because he needs help with something or I have one of the twins with me or I have less time than I hoped I would have to work out. And so my message to myself and to everybody else is, hey, two minutes is better than 20 minutes or is better. No, scratch that. That's not what I meant to say. Two minutes is better than zero minutes. Just because it can't be 20 minutes, two minutes is absolutely better than zero minutes. Something is better than nothing every single time. And inevitably, when I post that, and I post it pretty regularly, someone will message me and say, well, there's not always something you can do because, and then they'll say, I'm experiencing this, or when I was experiencing XYZ, or what if someone, hypothetical someone, is going through XYZ? Maybe they can't do something. Okay, maybe. But are you missing what opportunity is in what is shared because you're just looking to find an exception. I see this all the time, even in myself, even in myself. I noticed the other day I was at, I was at church listening to a sermon and instead of focusing on what was for me and what I would do with it, what I would put into action, I was like, well, not really. Uh, well, kind of. It was like I was trying to poke holes 
And this happens all the time. And the result of it is we miss what is for us because we're too busy critiquing, poking holes, or trying to find an exception. Maybe you're reading a book and you find something that you don't agree with or you kind of don't agree with or you could make a case against. Instead of capitalizing on what is there for you, what you could do, what you could apply, you miss it completely because you're in critic mode. You're in seek an exception mode. Find out why this doesn't work, why this person is wrong. You're focusing on what is not for you, and then that means you miss out on what is there for you. Are you listening through the lens of how it doesn't apply to you? And this doesn't just happen when we're taking in somebody else's words or somebody else's ideas. This doesn't just happen when you're reading a book or you're listening to a podcast or you're reading somebody else's material. I think it's most insidious when you're responding to your own thoughts. And maybe your best intentions, your thoughts, your plans are, we're going to do this. Well, no, I can't, not today, because well, today I'm tired. Well, because today I have a headache. There is an epidemic of having personal fine print that means, well, this doesn't apply to me today because I am an exception. Today is an exception. This choice is an exception because... And it got me thinking about terms and conditions and the fine print. I don't know how many of you actually read the fine print when you sign something or agree to something. With things being electronic, I think oftentimes it's just a box you check and you don't really read it. But we know of terms and conditions. Like if I, I bought a new car a few months ago and there's a warranty on the new car. But the fine print says the warranty doesn't apply if it's this or 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 it's this. And, you know, we tend to get annoyed by the fine print. Sometimes we'll see a rate increase in our cell phone bill or something and we'll be like, wait, I didn't know about a rate increase. And then they're like, well, it's in the fine print that we can increase rates and not notify you or whatever's in the fine print. We get mad. Fine print can kind of bite you in the butt. <laughs> Even if you do read it, you might be like, well, I kind of got to do this anyway, but that fine print makes me uncomfortable. But we never think about our own fine print, our own terms and conditions. And this is what I mean. You said the holiday is behind you. The vacation is behind you. You're going to get back on track, but not today because people came over. Or, well, you know, my coworker brought in this thing, so tomorrow. And your fine print, your terms and conditions are popping in and overriding all the time. Well, but I'm really tired. Well, I had a, had a bad day. I'm going on a date. It's a holiday. I'm meeting a friend for lunch. Does your personal fine print, your own, probably not even conscious terms and conditions, you didn't write them out, you didn't read them over, they've just become a pattern and a habit and a fallback 
and a get-out-of-jail-free card for any time you don't want to do what it is that you want to do. But, you know, it's interesting. I don't have the same, quote-unquote, fine print or terms and conditions with my kids as I do with my health. Meaning, if I have a headache, if I'm overwhelmed, if I'm stressed, if I'm tired, if I'm in a bad mood, if it's a holiday... I still change their diapers, I still feed them, I still hold them when they cry, I still put them down for naps. There's no fine print to say, well, I know I said I would, but I'm really tired. I know I should, but I have a headache. There is a consistency in how I show up as a parent that looks the same if I'm on vacation as when I'm home, as when I feel well, as when I don't, there's a consistency there because it really matters to me. And the crazy thing is my health really matters to me too. So why do so many of us have this personal fine print that's like, well, but not if I'm craving a cheeseburger. Not if it's been a really tough day. Are you aware of the extent to which your personal fine print is really causing a problem in your life? And you wonder, like, why can't I be consistent? What is wrong with me? Why can't I stay the course? Why do I always have a couple of good days and then a handful of crappy ones? Your personal fine print. You've decided that the terms and conditions say the following exceptions apply. Tired, overwhelmed, didn't sleep well, had a bad day. You know what yours are. How long are you going to allow that to be the thing that talks you out of, that you use to manipulate yourself out of the things that you have said matter to you? How long is that going to continue to be okay? It's funny, if I have a hair appointment and I've had a bad day or I'm in a bad mood, I still go to the hair appointment. It's not like, oh, I can't do that. I really thought I was going to do that today, but because I have a bad day or because I'm overwhelmed, I don't cancel the hair appointment. So why are we so quick to let ourselves off the hook? It's because we want to, because we're looking for why this doesn't apply to me today. When we do that, when we say, well, it's because I'm, I have a headache, we're basically making ourselves feel okay about not following through. It's convenient. We are looking for the fine print that says, well, I don't really actually have to do it when I don't want to, when I don't feel like it. So your fine print is really effing you up. And it might be time to make a change. And yes, even in how you listen to other people's ideas, instead of always poking holes, what is there in this for me? Because you're just looking for a reason to say, oh, here's why that doesn't apply to me today. And well, I'm older, I'm postmenopausal, so that, you know, that's not for me. Really? Your fine print, you're using it to let yourself off the hook. 
do you want to, do I want to keep having all of these reasons to let ourselves off the hook? The fact is, when it comes to my health, I don't want there to be a reason to let me off the hook. I don't. And that doesn't mean that I'm seeking perfection because I don't believe in perfection. I'm not interested in perfection. But I thought about this so much around the Easter holiday because it was Easter followed by family vacation, right into Roman's birthday, right into the Dagny 5K, right into my birthday, right into, you know, vacation. It's just constant, constant, constant. So if there is always a reason to overeat, to overindulge, to skip the workout, to not be disciplined, I'm never going to get there. And I don't want that. I'm never going to be the person that I want to be. I'm never going to be consistent. If I have this fine print that says the rules don't apply on days like today. Self-care isn't a priority on days like today. I don't need to take care of myself on days like today. And it's not even just days like today, meaning those happy celebrations, because you can also insert, I have a stomach ache. I have a headache. I didn't sleep well last night. Do you see how that becomes the norm? The exception becomes the rule? You're always living in an exception? Now, we obviously, in the consistency course, go a lot deeper into the how. Okay, I get it. I don't want to do it, but how do I shift my behavior? There's a skill set around that. There's a ton of tools and resources, and that's you know what we do inside the consistency course, but... You first have to know that that's what you're doing and know that that can't continue to be what you do if you want a different outcome. You can build the skill of consistency, but you won't if you fundamentally believe like, well, yeah, I want to be consistent, except when all these other things are going on. No, I just want to be consistent. And the thing is, we talk about, I think in one of the um, Consistency 365 episodes, I might have talked about this this notion of dichotomous thinking and all or nothing. By saying, hey, the fine print can't always kick in, you know, like if you had an auto policy, but every single day there was some exception and you were having to shell out more money every day, it would be unacceptable. That doesn't necessarily mean that In fact, it doesn't mean at all that the standard is perfection, that there are no terms and conditions, that we have to have self-care as number one every day. There's no breaks. There's no exceptions. Why this throws a lot of people off is because they don't understand that there's a whole realm of action in between all or nothing. For example, using Easter as the example, it doesn't mean that it's just whitefish and broccoli on Easter. It means how do I, instead of saying, well, it's a holiday, eat whatever, how do I still prioritize my health, prioritize my goals, and also observe this special occasion? How do I do both, right? It doesn't mean, well, if what Elizabeth is saying and there's never a reason to kick in with an excuse or an exception, no, we just have to break away from the all or nothing thinking, that it's on or off, that it's yes or no, that it's all in or to- no. That is a problem. That is, as we talked about in one of the Consistency 365 episodes, that's a cognitive distortion, this notion that I'm either 100% or zero. That is not real. That's just this convenient story that you've told to give yourself the permission, well, I can't be perfect. 
That has nothing to do with it. You're just manipulating yourself. There's a hundred options in between here and there, right? I, on vacation, am not bringing my dumbbells with me. I'm not going to get a gym membership. And that doesn't mean that I don't work out. I can still make it work on my vacation with my body weight, with what is available in the home we're staying. So even as you listen to this, don't be looking for what you don't agree with or what doesn't apply. Be looking for what you can do. So often we just laser in on, well, XYZ doesn't fit within what I want, so we're going to throw out all of it and not change. It can't be that way. I was listening on a walk the other day to a Stephen Furtick sermon where he was talking about, you'll find what you fish for. In the story of the boat and cast the net off the right side and their net was full of fish, you'll find what you fish for. And so often we're struggling because we're fishing for the reason to not execute. We're looking for the reason. Well, I forgot to take the chicken out of the freezer. Well, I guess that means I have to order pizza. You'll find what you fish for. If you fish for what you can do, if you fish for how you can make a win, if you fish for the way that you can show up and do what you said, even though the circumstances are not what you planned for them to be, are not what you hoped they would be, you'll find what you fish for. I've been feeling, uh, I've had moments of, I think I've talked about this a little bit before, what I think is some postpartum anxiety, I really notice it if I forget to take, I have a couple of like natural supplements that really make a big difference with things like anxiety. And if I forget to take it, or there was a couple days where I hadn't reordered it, and then there was a gap between when I ran out, when the new stuff came in, I have, it's, it's literally like an on and off switch. I, I'm good. And then the anxious thoughts come back. And so it happened to be on the same walk that I was having some of these anxious thoughts and go figure, hadn't yet taken my supplements. Um, and I used that reminder, you'll find what you fish for, right? If I'm looking for things to be anxious about, there will be there. But if instead I'm looking for all of the things that make me feel really secure, that make me feel safe, that make me feel grateful, I'll find those too. You find what you fish for. If you're looking for the reason why not, if you're looking for the circumstances that you can use to justify why today is not the day to do what you said you would do, you're going to find it. But if you're looking for reasons why today is the day, if you're looking for the way that you can make it work, you're going to find that. Maybe you need to listen to this a few times over. Or maybe you're like, no, no, I get it, but I'm not quite sure how to put it into action. I understand that I've been there. That's the whole reason I created the consistency course. Now, some of you don't need that extra step of coaching and accountability. And here are the specific tools and resources to take this from, oh, I get it, to I'm implementing it in my life. Some of us can, can do that work on our own. And some of us really need that extra support or want that extra support or feel like, hey, there's just so much going on in my life that I need somebody to kind of walk me through that process. If you are that somebody, then do that. Know yourself. Have that self-awareness of, I get it, but I know I struggle to implement, so I need to outsource that piece to help me with coaching and accountability to make implementation easier. I'm going to put the link to the consistency course in the show description. When you click it, it kind of goes through what it is, how it works, 
the coaching that's available, the accountability that's available, the the calls, the tools, the resources. And if you have questions, don't be like, oh, I'm not really sure about X, Y, Z. Just ask, right? Just ask. I was on the phone with a client the other day and she was, you know, talking for four or five minutes and then I jumped in, I stopped her and I pointed out a pattern. I was like, do you see that you're doing X, Y, Z? She totally hadn't seen it. She saw it as soon as I said it, but even though she was the one in it, she didn't see it because sometimes the things that are super obvious when somebody else takes a look under the hood at what's going on in the way that you're thinking, you never even noticed because it's just the way it's always been. And she was like, oh my goodness, we need to share this conversation with the group, the consistency course group, because like I have heard you say that so often, but I didn't even see that I was doing it and now I get it and now I can change. So listen, this stuff is so important and it's so powerful. And I know that there are some people who get it and can run with it. But if you're the person who's like, I've gotten it so many times, but I haven't done anything with it. That's not, you're not to, that's not a problem, right? That's not something wrong with you. We just have to know that some people need more coaching and more accountability to get to the implementation phase. I say this about my husband all the time. It used to drive me crazy. Sometimes it still does if I'm perfectly honest, but I'm the kind of person with like a business idea that I can have the idea and I can figure out how to implement it and I can take messy action and get it done. My husband is not that way. He has so many amazing ideas and he has so many tremendous skill sets, but implementing is not one of his skill sets. And it's like, there's this, there's this gap in his brain where he sort of just like spins on a loop. And it doesn't mean he's incapable of implementing. He's just somebody who at this point really benefits from somebody giving him the steps. Do this, then do this, then do that. And then he's good, right? Then he can take it and do it. But not everybody is currently at a place where they can go from, I get it, here's the idea, here's what I need to do, to I'm actually doing it and taking action. That doesn't mean something is wrong with you. We all have strengths and weaknesses. But I just say that to say, know yourself, right? Know yourself. There are certain areas of my life where I can bridge that gap from idea to implementation. And there are other ideas where I benefit from having somebody help me with that. Okay. So just keep that in the back of your mind. But all of that aside, what I really want you to walk away from this episode thinking about is your personal fine print. Really give it some thought. Think about it this way. What are, in the last week, the ways that I have excused myself from following through on something I said I would do? Whether it's you said you were going to clean the kitchen before you go to bed, you said you were going to catch up on the laundry today, you said you were going to call that person back, you said you were going to eat this way, you said you were going to work out. What are the ways that you have let yourself off the hook? That is your personal fine print. And it might be time for a change. A big, big change. We'll see you tomorrow. At LensCrafters, we value expertly tailored eye care, provide state-of-the-art eye exams, offer a wide assortment of designer brands and high-quality lenses, because everything we do at LensCrafters is for every site that makes your life special. We offer 50% off lenses with frame purchase, shop in-store and online. Book your annual eye exam now on LensCrafters.com. LensCrafters, because sight. Eye exams are available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to LensCrafters. Doctors in some states are employed by LensCrafters. Offer valid to April 2nd, 2023. See Associate for details.